Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, and welcome to Burkant Wonderland, the podcast that is never knowingly on time for anything. We won't tell you what Travis was doing, but it started with a dog and it ended with a poo. So uh, that's that's why we were two minutes late, but the other 20 minutes is all down to a certain uh, scumbag down the bottom. He's let us all down. He's ashamed of himself, and he's written everybody uh, an apology. There you go. His internet's going wrong already. Fuck's sake. Right, with us, making his debut is Travis in the top right-hand corner in Not Sunny, L-A-U-S of A. Mm. A lot of letters there, Travis. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Danny. How are you? Well, I am, uh, I've been eating Pringles and day-old mashed potato, and for me, that means life couldn't get any better, even if I tried. Excellent. And, and you had sausages. I had sausages, uh, some uh, bangers, uh, potatoes, and gravy. It was excellent. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to ask Chris where he is because his internet isn't working again. He tried it on his his iPhone. It didn't work. And then he tried it on his missus' laptop, couldn't get into it. And now he's using the tablet from work. And I think it's a tablet that you may need to eat your dinner off of because it's not working. Oh, dear. Right. While we're waiting for, for Chris to see if he can... Get closer to the internet. I'm going to go and say hello to all you beautiful bastards. Oh, what did he swore then? Can't swear. YouTube don't like it. You wonderful people in the chat who have been waiting patiently for so long. Stefan is there. Phil Macker. Loki. Uh, who else is in there? Oh, you are in there. Travis AFC. Pete Coulson. Boy 10. Oi, oi. Jim Eaves. Um, Phil getting cheeky. Might as well talk amongst ourselves. What do you think of Tottenham? And then the obligatory answers from everybody. BX Gunner is there. Hello, BX. Got two of your countrymen on here, fellow countrymen. Uh, Loki says chicken fiddlers. Oh, look, here he is. Hey. I forgot to connect. I forgot to connect to the Wi Fi. <laughs> so you're connected to your 5G? Yes. And that didn't really work, did it? No, I mean, it was funny because like we, our conversation in the beginning was fine. And then as soon as you started, you started skipping. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go again. <laughs> Not good. Anyway, I've already introduced Travis. And I think everybody knows who Chris is. Recently married. Look at him, all loved up and happy as a newborn lamb. How are you, sir? I am fantastic, man. Thank you for asking. Good. Um, I do enjoy your Instagram with you down holes like a troll covered in dirt and shit and piss and all that other lovely stuff. <laughs> Life-saving work. Well done. Um, well, just saying hello to the people in the chat. Pete Coulson is there. Who else have we said hello to? Cy is there. Remember, people, hashtag Cy out because he's uh, he's an infiltrator. I'm not sure of what with. Steph's saying get on with it. Good God, man. Mr. Waffles, a fellow American in uh, Portland. Oi, oi. Uh, who else have we got here? John Hazy. Hello, John. BX is there, another American. Keysby Knight. I've got no idea where he's from. And Loki says there's too many beards. That is it's no. a hundred percent beard. Which is, which is no nice. such thing. <laughs> and Cy and uh, Steph's coming straight in there with Cy out. Oh, they're on your case, Cy. You've been rumbled. Right. Um, they're all Arsenal fans, obviously. Uh, we have a little WhatsApp group, which is called uh, what? Did, what have we called it? The Nerve <laughs> Nerve Community <laughs> Chat Room with Chris and Daniel and me and Ellis and Josh and Steph, who's in the chat. And uh, I think we named that Chris. after Steph kept just putting video games, his nerdy video games, in there. <laughs> yeah, Steph's not a first-person shooter game. He's a like open world, wants to explore type. He's a nerd. He's, He's a nerd. nerd. He's a nerd. Because yeah, I'm not a nerd. I don't know why I'm in there. Uh, yeah, so, sometimes it goes quiet for, for weeks on end. Then all of a sudden, some will put something in there and everybody will be typing away like an angry badger. So uh, not sure what cause is that. So, um, we have another one where it's Ellis and Josh and Stefan and, and Chris and I, and that one's called Fuck Scum, Fuck United. <laughs> oh, is that the old um, FIFA, FIFA team one? It was the old ABW yeah. FIFA what's up uh, i see um 
Oh, Steph says he is a nerd. Uh, Travis, tell people how long you've been a gooner and how you became a gooner. Uh, I've been a gooner since 2007. Uh, basically, my buddy got me to play FIFA with him a few times, and I was hooked on the game. So I went out and got it for myself, started playing some clubs. And back in the day when you were playing clubs, you didn't create a pro. You, you just played with the team. And everyone was using United or Liverpool. And to be different, I chose Arsenal. And because I was playing a lot with Arsenal, I started watching some of their matches. And I was like, damn, these guys play beautiful football. I am an Arsenal supporter. Hey. And how's it been for the last um, 16 years? Mostly Haven't seen one Premier League title. So <laughs> it's been rough. Well, a, couple of, a couple of FA Cups. Uh, those were nice. Um, the football this year has just been great, though. <laughs> Still Can't better complain. than being a Spurs fan, though. You'd be in your seventies by now if you'd have seen them do anything. Yeah. Uh, Phil's accusing me of being a nerd because I play football manager. How dare you, sir? Pete says, "Any new PSVR two owners out there?" No. No, I've seen people tweeting their pictures of it. Steph says, "I don't even know what that is." <laughs> so you virtual reality, maybe? Yes, they brought out a new one. Uh, Steph says, I am literally, don't use the word literally, playing with a chat GPT in Python. Don't use chat GPT. It's run by Microsoft, and they are the enemy. Uh, BX, it says, FIFA 05, uh, 05 popped my cherry. Arnie Arneson is here. Are you only about 20 years old? Who's 20? How can none of us... I mean, Chris is the baby in here. I mean, I mean that good-looking fellow down there. I mean, comparatively to you two. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been a gooner for, Chris? I don't think I've ever asked you. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it a while ago, but uh, I want to say 2012. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. The sweet spot of being absolute dog shit for years after year after year. <laughs> So yeah, right, right around when we got Mesut Ozil. <laughs> ah, so for you two, you, this is the height of your Arsenal supporting careers. Amazing. This is. It, it is. actually it's is. It was, well, we had the 2016 where we were in, in the lead for a while, and then we lost it to Leicester, which was just unbelievable. That wasn't as fun as this season, though. That's not sure. at all. That was not as fun. But ben, having someone who's been uh, knowingly watching it all since about eight, 1984, I'd say the closest team that we've had to this ever is the George Graham era, but with the flair of uh, no, they had a lot of flair about them. But all the young players coming from from playing for Arsenal as a kid, uh, mm -hmm. so that's that reminds me most of. But they're all pretty decent. Um, oh, Loki's got some facts here. Loki's sober facts: Arsenal's biggest win against Leicester is eight nil, and the biggest loss is seven two, and the biggest draw is six six. Taking me out of a job there. There's no need for that, is there? Talking of results, <laughs> let's uh, let's go and have a look at the. You know, we're doing it in this order. We're going to go and have a look at where you can see and hear the match. Arsenal are top of the league, if anybody didn't know that, but yet their next three games are not on telly unless you have a certain uh, IPTV that we do not condone at ABW because it is wrong and it is illegal, and I would have nothing ever to do with it. So I'm going to have to listen to it on Radio 5. Um, Travis, pick a country and I'll tell you what channel it's on. United States. Oh, all the way down the bottom. It is on Sirius XM FC. I don't know what that is. And Peacock. Is that right? Peacock, yeah. Or USA. Depends if the, they pick the game. Uh, Travis Peacock. You pick a country, Travis. Pick an easy one. I just did. Okay, I'll pick... Um... Oh, no, Travis. I mean, I mean, Chris. No, you picked USA. Chris, you pick one. Hmm, easy one, huh? How about Lithuania? Oh, the for Lithuania. I'm not looking at you. That's why I forgot who I. It's on Satanta Sports One and via play oh, wow. Lithuania. I didn't even know, Good to know sports were still going. Yeah, it helps when I'm looking at you two. Then I know what I'm talking about. I'm looking at the a different screen. Right, it's a quick uh, injuries update. Jesus, an update today. Quote: He's doing more and more on the field. The knees not reacting, so it's positive. We want him back quickly, but he but respect the timeline of the doctors and the specialists he's really pushing the boundaries lovely thomas party again today a quote there's a question mark on thomas he hasn't trained much but he looks like he could be available so let's see how he trains today and we all know el nenny is out for the season and leicester 
They've got someone called Justin James is out. Ryan Bertrand, he is out with a knee injury. Johnny Evans, their centre-back, um, he is out with uh, a thigh injury. And James Madison is a late fitness test, so they're going to have to assess that. So hopefully James Madison doesn't play because he, as we know, is one of their best players. Now, looking back through history, I always go back the last three games in the Premier League over its home or away. So three games ago, we were managed by Unai. We went there on the 9th of November 2019 in the before times. Oh, when everything was good. Uh, maybe it's 2-0, Jamie Vardy and James Madison. And then the time after that is going to be, get rid of that one, boom. Next one was the 28th of February 2021. We went there and we smashed them 3-1. David Luiz in the 39th minute. Lacazette of a penalty in 45th minute and Nicolas Pepe in the 52nd minute after Yuri Tielemans put them ahead after six minutes. Lovely W. Mikhail Arteta was manager then. And the last time we went to Leicester and, and played them in the Premier League, I've already done that one. <sighs> Hold on. <laughs> last year. I was, I was working left to right. So the last time we went and played them, so I did the two one. I'm scrolling down to the bottom of the screen now, is, is it 2 0? Yes, yes. It's 2 0. 30th of October 2021. Uh post the 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 dark times. Gabriel in the fifth minute, ESR in the eighteenth minute, absolutely smashed them. And most of the team that played there are still available today, apart from Lacazette and Aubameyang up front. Uh Chris, what memories have you got about playing against Leicester? Anything stick out? I mean, the header from Danny Welbeck uh in the season of hope that I partied my ass off for that ended in tragedy at the end of the season. But yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. And then there's also that goal uh, with Oba and Ozil that was orgasmic. That was under Emery. Um, and then we were shit that season afterwards too. But yeah, I mean, those are the two that really stick out in my head. How about you, Travis? What memories have you got against playing against the mighty uh, Leicester? Well, I was going to also mention the Danny Welbeck, but since Chris took that one, I'll go with the Jaka being offside and blocking the view of the goalkeeper for uh, Alexander Lacazette header that should have been a good goal. And then, of course, that was the game that J.B. Vardy did not start. And everyone said, oh, well, I know how this one's finishing. He's coming off the bench and scoring a late game winner. And what did he do? Came off the bench and scored a late game winner. Uh, yeah, um, uh, Arnie Arneson in Iceland. In Iceland, wants to know what channel it is on. I think he's testing me. It is on uh, Simin Sport. There you go. So I'm going to close that window now. See, uh, we do care about our uh, Icelandic viewers. Wonderful place. And my cat hasn't been up on the table all bloody day. I'm doing a show, and it's time for her to show her <laughs> her ass. Dora, no one wants to see your ass. Sit down. Um, and lots of numbers says no, Jesus back until April. Uh, Loki's, um, or borrow your mate's Australian account, maybe. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's a quick question for you, Travis. Uh, Pete wants to know, are we happy with Sporting Lisbon in the opening <clears throat> draw? I think, yeah, to be honest, um, they've sold a few of their better players, um, within the last uh, 12 months, and I've not seen them play too much, but they've not scored a goal against us in the last four times we've uh, played them. So could be worse, right? It could be. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm not worried about them at all. <laughs> well, that's a very short answer indeed. Yeah, they're they're not the greatest team in Spain, in Portugal. They're not the greatest team in Spain either. Bloody hell. How can I get those yeah. two places mixed up? But I think we, we played them a few years ago and we got past them. We'll get past them again. It's just a it's a nice place to go. It's not too far away and the weather's nice. So they get some warm weather training because God knows they're going to need it. Steph says he hates Leicester. I, I quite like Leicester. Do you, you two hate Leicester? I hate Jamie uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't hate them. But, I mean, Steph hates everybody. So Steph's a grumpy old man. Yeah, yeah he really – a grumpy old nerd. Yeah. Phil Macker makes a good point. The Dennis Bergkamp hat trick, left foot, right foot, and header. Yes, I think uh, I thought I was at that game, but it turns out I was at the one-one draw the, the the season before the season after. Uh, they're just talking amongst each other. Pete says that uh, that cat winked at me. That's good. 
she's she's innocent um ah boy 10 says are we going to play jesus fresh back from injury what do you reckon chris hell no no travis no don't do it that'd be crazy talk oh graham denton i knew some dentons Roly used to live a few doors down. Missed a trick by not naming today's pod a Burkham, a beard camp, a bearded <laughs> Burkham one land. Don't, uh, too many bees in a row. I mean, it just, just confuses me. It's, it's, there's no need for it. A lot of um, alliteration, yes. <laughs> there is. Oh, look, like at, it, like Sir it. Nicholas is watching us on, on Twitch and watching us on YouTube. That makes us look even more um, uh, than we are, which is nice. Vardy is finished now, so no worries. Says Phil, that's right. Graham Denton, best memory was Vardy taking the ooze and falling into obscurity and dodged a bullet there. Yeah, because it was uh, about four years, five years ago. Uh, people even putting little kits up with here with Vardy on the back of it. Didn't happen. Uh, probably probably a good job he only had a season or two in him so nicholas says i like the leicester badge it's a nice design and steph says eddie to do the business tomorrow steph's steph's been on the fucking smelling salts again what a ridiculous <laughs> thing to say um what was i going to look at a few players that we have shared in recent years between leicester and arsenal ignacius miguel remember him the spanish center back he went there on loan who else was there Kara gilbert a right back he went there on loan as well uh, Stuart Taylor, goalie, he went on loan. Martin Keown, he went there after Arsenal released him in the glory days. Kevin Campbell, the mighty Kevin Campbell, went there on loan. Alan Smith, we bought him from them in 1990, in 1987. No, 1991. No. Why does it say two years? Yeah, 1987. Um, it says here. Was it 87? I don't think it was. 87. No, maybe it was. And he went back there on loan for the rest of that season. And Geordie Armstrong, Jeff Block, Frank McClintock. Everyone knows Frank McClintock, legendary Scottish centre-back forward. We sold him. We bought him from Leicester for £90,000. That wouldn't even get you a signed shirt nowadays. Absolute disgrace. Um, right, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, with, with you, Travis. Is Eddie Nketiah good enough? to be an Arsenal striker because looking at the, the going back through the last few games Villa he had five shots uh, Man City four Brentford he had one Everton he had two Man United he had six of which he scored two and Spurs he had five so this season he's averaging for the last five or six games he's averaging about four shots on goal a game is that enough? The shots on goal or shots on target um good enough but he hasn't been good enough he's an anomaly to me his xg always looks good but something's missing i think he's a great backup for us he's jesus's backup and i think he's good enough to be jesus's backup but i don't think he's good enough to be the arsenal starter yeah, it is a little bit worrying. Those stats are from a site called understat.com. And, yeah, that says, uh, when I highlight it, just says <coughs> shots. It doesn't say whether they're on target or off target. But, Chris, do you think he's good enough? Or you would you try and get someone uh, who might be able to score more than one goal every four or five games for us? I mean, it's hard to say because recently he hasn't been good enough. Um, I mean, I like the shot volume. But, you know, a few games ago, you know, you give him a f- four shots, he puts in one or two. I mean, and if he was doing that the past few games, we wouldn't even be talking about it. You know what I mean? But he's just got to tighten up because he doesn't offer enough other than scoring goals to not be scoring goals. He hasn't been yeah. linking the way Jesus was and combining on the left with Marty and with do find that he stands around a lot of the time. He looks like he's quite lost. It looks like um, the new boy at school where he can't quite find a group to mix in with and just stands around with his hands in his pocket waiting for something to happen. And in the style of football we play, that's not good enough. And it is uh, it is a little bit worrying. But we have absolutely nobody else to come through and play a game, which is which is worrying because we had this problem last season, didn't we? After the January trans- During the January transfer window, we were shouting that we needed a, a striker because Lacazette wasn't going to score. Obama Young was a moody twat and Eddie wasn't good enough. So uh, mm-hmm. it is a little bit worrying. 
Uh, anyone got any questions, put them in the chat and I will ask these two about it. So, uh, Chris, how do you think the game's going to go? Because uh, looking at the league table, which I forgot to bring up, there's always one win I forget to bring up, isn't there? Leicester at home this season. I'll do the wide version. Leicester home. They have played 11 games, won three, drawn three, lost five, scored 15 and conceded 13. But yet away, Arsenal are the best away side in the Premier League by quite some way. We have managed to get 28 points from 12 away games, which is seven more than Man City. So what do you think to that? I mean, I like it. I think it probably has a lot to do with uh, the way that we play. And when people, when teams are at home, it gives them the impetus to come at us. And we're going to eat you alive if you do that the way that we play. We press high and we create turnovers. And uh, I mean, that's why... I was actually looking forward to playing Man City um, because does home or away they're going to play us like that. So, um, but yeah, I think it's gonna. I think we'll probably let in one goal. I don't think we're going to keep a clean sheet, but I think we're going to put in maybe even three or four against them. We have more clean sheets away than we do at home, though. Really? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, we've scored. I still think they score. <laughs> we've scored twenty-four away goals, Travis. That's amazing. The next highest is surprisingly Brighton with twenty-two, and then Leicester with twenty-one as away goals, but they conceded twenty-eight away. Do you think there's going to be goals in Trav? Is <laughs> do you get annoyed if people call you Trav because my mate no. had a dog called Travis? And we Travis, fine. Uh, Good. The only one that bothers me, and it's not even really that big a deal, is Trevor. Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. People have gone, Trevor. Hey, Trevor. And it's like, okay, that's not my name. But um, <laughs> I, I think it's dependent upon does Madison play and is party fit. If Madison doesn't play, I don't know if I see it. If Madison doesn't play and party plays, I predict clean sheet all the way. If, you know, if, yeah, party's, if party's not fit, it doesn't play again, and, and Madison starts, then I'm going to go, they probably put in one. I mean, looking at Leicester's home form, they are 19th in the table. Only Southampton are worse than Leicester when it comes to home form. They've only Is won right? three. Wow. <laughs> That's so on crazy. Average, on average, it's 15, 13 goals for um, against so there's going to be goals in this I mean if we scored 24 goals in 12 away games that mean we score two on average uh, away and Leicester score one so it's going to be a minimum of 2-1 if people as usual you put your predictions in the chat and then I'll go I'll save them all and I'll read them all out closer to the end of the show um, Chris what player worries you the most about for um, for, for Leicester because they've got they've got a few decent players um, I mean, else after that, didn't it? I didn't. I just went high for no reason. <laughs> uh, James Madison, really. I mean, when it comes to goal, I mean, Harvey Barnes is good too. But I mean, I, I'd say their biggest threat is definitely Madison. Yeah. How about you, Trav? Harvey Barnes and James Madison for sure. Um, Harvey's got a little bit more pace. Uh, well, actually, a lot more pace. Um, and we'll be putting Ben White on him. I think Harvey comes off the left. So he's scary, but I think Ben will be up for the task. Uh, Madison Madison score has like nine goals this season on five XG or four XG. So he just he scores when you don't expect him to. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking at their... Um... According to whoscored.com, they've given a rating. Their highest rated player is Madison, seven, an average of 7.3 this season, nine goals, five assists. He's played 16 games and one as sub. The next highest is their new bloke, Tete, Brazilian, plays on the right. Three games, one goal, and he's got an average of 7.03. And then it's Victor Christensen, who's played three games, never heard of him. Wesley Fafana, well, he's gone. Yuri Tielemans. Um, Chris, what do you make Yuri Tielemans? Have you been impressed with seeing him play? Um, I was more impressed in seasons past. Um, this season, he hasn't really enamored me, but yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, there was a time where I would have taken him, but not anymore. <laughs> 
Ihacho can cause some problems, especially on a on a counter attack. Uh, but our center back partnership of Gabrielle and Saliba playing super high up the pitch might give a few counter attacking chances. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, they've got 27 players who have played Premier League games for Leicester this season. 22nd in the table is Jamie Vardy. He's played... That can't be right. 11 games and... Is that 23? Have they played Have they played 23 games this season? According to this, he's played in all 23 games. One goal, four assists, an average rating of 6.31. But he is 36 years old. That's weird. He fell off the table. He's 36? Jesus. Yeah. He was, he was 36 uh, the 11th of January. Yeah, he's played, yeah, played 23, 23 yeah. this season. But I think he's... Uh, remember when Alan Smith... You don't, you may not. Alan Smith, when he was a top golden boot winner for Arsenal and uh, our, our number one strike, when Ian Wright came to the club, he changed the way that he played football. He dropped deep, almost in a kind of Bergkamp role. would go out wide a little bit. And we know that um, Vardy used to play... He can also play wide midfield. So I think the roles that he is playing uh, slightly changed. The only goal he has scored this season... In, this year is uh, the Leicester's FA Cup win at Gillingham. We score. No, he got an assist then. God, he has, he's got one assist all calendar year. That's terrible. Yeah, he's done. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's a wonderful story coming from where he did non league football, working his way up through the leagues and then winning the Premier League title. That's uh, that is, that's wonderful stuff. The, it's a, just a dream. Um, you know, I was saying, Chris, about Eddie's. Uh, Average goal. This is 98. How has he got 541265? All that doesn't add up to 98. I don't know what this site is on about. That's, that's <laughs> annoying me. It doesn't add up to 98. I'm going to ignore this site. John's John's done bold me a googly there. But so he has played. Uh, he's got now that's his 14 goals as well. That's also bullshit. But Jesus, it says chances, shots. When he was playing, his last game, Jesus' last game was the 12th of November. We went to Wolves and beat them 2-0. But it's saying the average number of shots per game that he had, five against Wolves, three against Chelsea, seven against Forest, four against Southampton, one against Leeds, two against Liverpool. So he's not really a goal scorer either, is he, Jesus? But it's uh, it's the positional stuff, isn't it, that Eddie just can't master? Um, when So my question is, Chris, when Jesus comes back, do you see the team Im- improving massively with him? If so, what? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think he was doing everything but scoring goals before he got injured. And I feel like we all even felt that was going to turn around because some of the chances he was missing, you would definitely put money on him putting away. And I think that uh, he gets Saka and Martinelli a lot more involved in the game as well. So, I mean, when he was around, those guys were scoring goals left and right. So, absolutely. I definitely see him bringing everybody in the team up a level i'm binning this website uh travis did i ask you how i asked one of you how you thought the game was going to go but i don't think i asked the other one and i can't remember who was who because one of you had a beard and i don't remember who it was who who hasn't (laughs) talked about how they think the game's going to go i think it was me ah speak let us know well i think lester like to to do a little bit of pressing and counter-attacking right they don't really like holding the ball and playing out from the back that kind of it kind of plays into our hands i think and there it's at the king power so i predict a, a 3-1 as well as a lot of the people in the chat have been saying uh i see asaka taking a one nil lead for us oh cheeky Maybe a 2-0 halftime going into the halftime 2-0. Comfortable win onto uh onto Everton at home to re- to revenge, to get our revenge. Take our game in hand and eight point lead going into uh the next weekend. That would be lovely. Uh, if people are watching me thinking, why am I wheeling around? My foot is killing me because I'm in the electric chair and it's got a metal footrest. It's hurting my foot and I don't like it. And I'm not going to put up with it. And I may well do a swear. Right, that's talking about the game. Um, I agree with both of you. I think we're going we're gonna to beat them. For, for years, Seasons gone previously, gone by, I think how we play against Leicester is a good judge of how good a team we are in the league. And last season... 
I think we beat them home and away. One of the early games in the season, I think we went there and we beat them 4-2. And that's when I went, oh, oh, hello. What's going on here then? And like the Liverpool game, that even though we lost it, and the Man City game, but I think we, that we were beating them at half-time. This is one of the games last season where I thought, yeah, I think we've got something here. We could well be turned. Arteta could be working magic. And it turns out he was indeed working magic. And it's lovely <laughs> to see. Travis, as you haven't, it's your first ever time on. Has my mouse died? <laughs> you know, this is the second time in the last month that my mouse has died during a show because it's an ass. Oh, no, it's back on. Calm down. Good job of the mouse. Wasn't over end broadcast. We'd have seen you all tomorrow. How do you think the season's gone so far, Travis? How, how much have you been impressed on what players? And just have a chit-chat about how, how <clears> wonderful <throat> it has been because uh, we've not spoken about it on, on the pod before because you've never been on before, so it would have been quite hard to hear what your views are. Uh, it surpassed my expectations by far. I've always been a, an Arteta supporter, even in the downtimes. Chris mm-hmm. and I have spent hours and hours arguing about Arteta. <laughs> This guy was Arteta out for 16 to 18 months. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, it was not that long. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I've always been a huge Arteta supporter. I I love his brain, the way he approaches each match. And you could just see something when, when we were winning. When we were winning games, you could just see something was special there. Uh, but I didn't think that we were ever going to be this good this quick. I mean, what can you say about Saka other than he's the best right winger in the world, in my opinion? He's uh, 21 years old, and he's unstoppable. I think the only game this season where I thought he didn't look good was the City FA Cup game, and I'm almost positive he was out there at 70% so that he didn't wear himself out for the for the league. Uh, Odegaard's been arguably the best player in the in the league. Uh, when P- Partey's been fit, he's one of the best DMs in the league. What can you say about Saliba? I mean, I think I was happy that he went on loan last year. A lot of people weren't happy about it. And I think that he grew up and came back to us a man. <laughs> and wow, that... He is so good. There's also news about uh, the contract extension for Saka. We extended Marty. The club did a beautiful thing with El Nenny by extending him. Uh, I think he's trying to get his coaching credentials. The the way that the club has handled uh, the women's game and and being open to you know, different ideas with the the murals that are going around the stadium. I, I'm just proud. I'm proud to be a gooner. It is a wonderful time. How about you, Chris? Oh, I love it, man. I mean, I'm on cloud nine. Um, I made the funniest bet before the season started with a Spurs fan. And uh, he actually made the bet. Uh, he wanted to bet me $200 that Arteta would be sacked before Antonio Conte. And my God, does he look like a stupid asshole now? <laughs> How much is it? are you going to get off him, do you think? 200 bucks, because there's no way in hell we're going to sack Arteta. <laughs> I mean, uh, is he going to pay up, I mean? Or is oh, he gonna, hell yeah. Or is oh, he going to do a double or quits on some other crazy idea? No, I won't even allow it. No, I want him to pay for that shameful, shameful bet. So... Chris, if you had to have a player's name on the back of your shirt this season, who would it be? Saka? Uh, I would go Martinelli, man. I, I just love him. He's the future of football. As long as you don't say a goalkeeper's cop, because we all know people who wear goalkeeper's tops are deviants. How about you, Travis? What are you going to go for? If I had to pick one, it'd be Saka. If I had to pick a second one, I'm going Zinchenko. I love Zinchenko. I love his attitude. Don't you get annoyed about how often he's out of position, though? Leaving leaving poor old Martinelli stranded. I think it looks worse with Eddie up front because Eddie doesn't link as well with with Marty. Yeah. But with Jesus, with Jesus, I think uh, 
I think he is the the buildup. I think he keeps defenses questioning what we're doing. His technical ability is unmatched. I don't think there's a better. I think he's got more technical ability than Odegaard, and that's that's crazy to say. I just love him. I love his attitude. Do you see how he yells at the the camera? I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that gets me going. That is, uh, I would have El Nenny on the back of my shirt because, uh, as we all know, <laughs> the hardworking, the, the blue collar, hardworking class. There you go, an El Nenny Wonderland. <laughs> oh my god, that is an actual. That's how quick he is. <laughs> he ran to every position. Oh, this my <laughs> he just can't even. Oh my that god! Is, uh, that that picture is available on our website for nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine pounds and ninety-nine cents. Impossible number. That's almost um, as funny as Mike buying the uh, Kolasinac jersey. <laughs> oh dear, poor boy. We've had a couple of questions come in from these freeloading scumbags. It's uh, where was it? There was one up here. Pete Coulson always likes to go and uh, ask a question. So, Travis, it says, are you now comfortable with the Jorginho starting tomorrow, even if party is relatively fit? <clears throat> Sneaky. That's a good question. Comfortable? Yes. Barely. Confident? <laughs> uh, now, there's another I word. Think, I think that he was played out of his mind uh, against Villa. Uh, defensively, though, we're a little bit more suspect. He just doesn't have totally the speed agree. to press and to hurry the opposing midfield. And it felt like him and Xhaka is a little redundant, maybe. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Trissard at the left eight if we go Jorginho and Marty at left wing. I've been told that that's crazy, though. Oh, what about okay. Vieira instead of Trossard? That's questionable. He, I just think it's more realistic since we've actually seen him play that position. Yeah, the last three or four games, he's been coming off the bench and getting 15 minutes in that left eight. So, yeah, maybe exactly. that's good shout. You know, maybe Vieira. He's definitely, I think Vieira has the create, he's like a left sided Odegaard kind of, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, how about you? <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think of that Vieira defensive play at the end of the game when it was 2-2 and they had that break in the 90th minute and it was 2-1-1 on one, and he what just backed he off. He backed off the, the dribbler, which was their young, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's their young 19-year-old like winger, Villa's yeah. winger that came off the bench. And no, no, no. He's uh, a new guy. Uh, um, and then he backed off and took away the passing lane. And then right as the attacker was getting to the box, he then cut over and left. He kind of left Ramsdale out on the island, but it was from an angle that was a difficult shot. And Ramsdale made an excellent save. And you could see that Odegaard was screaming at him to cut, to cut the, to close him out. Think it was a brilliant play to cut off the passing lane, and it was a little slow to close down the shot. If that makes sense. Someone I see in chat is saying Zinchenko in midfield and KT at left back. That could work. Um, that could work. But we're not seeing Zinchenko play anything other than the left wing. I mean, back he's practically all. a left eight coming from the left back. It feels. Yeah, but surely Arteta's got to see that when he does that, Martinelli is getting no support from anything. And that's why Martinelli's form has dropped. I mean, he's not doing the creativity because he's got nobody behind him. Because when he looks behind him, as we all know, he's going to go, oh, there's nobody there. There's no one to support me. There's no one to help me do a one-two and, and set stuff up with. So why is Arteta doing it? I don't like it. I mean, Zinchenko may look okay in, in central midfield when he, when he does his inverted winger. How about you, Chris? Do you think it works? Because it annoys the hell out of me. I don't want to see it. I mean, I think uh, it's maybe not being played the way that Arteta wants it to. I mean, I think he would ideally have Xhaka push a little bit farther forward there and 
help Martinelli out because it doesn't look like Eddie's going to do it. So, I mean, he's the only other player I could think of to do that. And, I mean, a lot of the time he's dropping back and trying to cover for Zinchenko. So, I don't know, man. I just don't see – I mean, even seeing Trissard start there instead of Martinelli, I don't think he's as good as Martinelli in that position either. So, I don't know, dude. Um, How do we get um, Trossard and Vieira to work? Go on, Travis. What are you going to say? I was going to say, do you think that Marty looked the best he has this season when – KT was starting at left back. Yep, definitely magnificent because you got an, uh, you got someone who's um, KT's never going to go in field, is he? He's only ever going to run up and down that wing and try to create. I don't think he. I don't think he can. No, oh, I don't. Don't think he wants to. I mean, I it's hard now. to say though because Jesus was there that whole time too, though. So I mean, I don't know. Very. Yeah, I still don't like it though, and it's, it's a bit weird that you got such a great player as Tyranny and. We've got someone in Zinchenko who can cover in the party Xhaka role. He could probably do either of them. But, yeah, he goes out and spends $12.5 on on um, Jorginho when he's got someone in the squad who can perfectly fit in there and then move KT to left-back and let him play there. I mean, sometimes, you know, if, if you're playing FIFA, that's what you do. You wouldn't go out and buy a new player if you don't need one. It's just irritating. I you know? mean, it, it's hard to say. I mean, what makes us different is the fact that we are doing that with Zinchenko though. You know what I mean? Everybody else is playing traditional fullbacks and we're not. I mean, I think it's, it's hard to say. I mean, when it works, it works great. When it doesn't, you kind of question it, but I mean, most of the time it's been working great. It's just this, this, this recent form with Martinelli makes you scratch your head on how to make it better. Even the last most recent goal that he scored, he completely negated, uh, slipping the ball over to Saka for an easy tap-in and yeah. shot it through the keeper's legs. That was like the second or third game after the World Cup break. Are you on about the goal that he scored against Villa? <laughs> the, before the, yeah, <clears throat> before that goal. Oh. That was, I loved that. I, I loved that and I loved seeing <laughs> Gabby Abanglahor cry about it. Oh, shoot, <laughs> shoot those tears in my veins. <laughs> I did have the picture here, but I seem to have lost it. That's annoying. The oh, arms spread out. Screen. Where's it gone? No, it's gone. Someone's stolen it. Someone's stolen my picture. I ain't having that. Where did it go? Oh, no, here it is. It's so dark I couldn't see it because it's. Uh, they've, tried, they've tried to make it look all moody. There you go, that. That is iconic. In the, I mean, he was only... When you watch the game back... He was only in that position. I mean, he's not even, he's, he's, he's floating. Look, his feet aren't even on the floor. Just, just like some kind of <laughs> But he was only in that position for a split second. Yeah, I didn't even notice. No? Not not in live time. I didn't notice that he did that. It was no, in I the didn't replay. Either. Yeah, because he did it so quickly. But that is right up there with the Arsene Wenger when he got sent off at Old Trafford and he was standing in the stand with all the Man United players behind him and he put his arms out like that. That was uh, another icon. When Martinelli's been at Arsenal until the age of 39 and broken God knows how many records, I want this statue outside the the (laughs) stadium, which will be called New Highbury by then because Emirates will be... uh, (laughs) You know, we had another iconic uh, moment from from the Villa game, which was... The Bakayo Saka celebration, uh, paying homage to uh, the greatest striker of all time in Henri. What did he do? To the celebration. He went over to the flag, hands on the hip, leaned against the flag. Pull it oh, up. You didn't see that, Danny? No, I saw it. You mean this one? This yeah. One. Yes. Now that you say he, it, I mean, my, I pull, there's a side by side with him and Henri, and it's uh, Saka posted it on his Instagram. Then, yeah. yeah, he did, and then he posted it. Yeah, check Saka's Instagram. Oh, then what was this one for, you experts with, with your words? What was that about? No clue. <laughs> Chris, I don't know. It's funny they did that for a split second too. So like these camera guys have got that shutter going, like a thousand, a thousand photos a second, catching all this stuff. Those guys are friends, though. Those guys are buddies. Did you see Marty and uh, Vieira go over and celebrate Jorginho via the Martinez uh, own yeah. by themselves? Getting they got jumped on by the fans. That was beautiful. 
was that um i think that might have been this picture just is it this one no so the whole team celebrated here yeah but as and they, they were, were they were over on the other side corner, yeah marty and Vieira found themselves on the pitch and then ran to the fans at about 15 yards up the field and celebrated by themselves with the fans and those fans, oh. and they actually went all the way to the boards, and the fans jumped on them, like basically dogpiled. Oh, I see. I'm going to go and have a look in the chat and see if anybody knows what that other celebration was for. Um, trust the prior. Phil <clears> says, uh, where are we going back to? Boy 10 says, Trossard is a terrible idea up front. Yeah. Um, our Josh says it isn't going to work. Uh, Nick says it's 11 p.m. Shouldn't you lot be in bed? No, I've got to go and play Valheim after this because I've been had my ass handed to me yet again. Finally, get new stuff and I find a new bloody monster who lives on a mountain who just killed me. Um, oh, there's two arguing about it. Uh, there we go. Keesby says Martinelli poor form is due to the to a lack of faith. Hmm. Mm. Expand on that, Keesby. What with with his ability or the tactics or the manager? Uh, so Nicholas says he's invented a new type of travel, the run fly, could be. <laughs> and Chirobi says, are we worried about Arteta's taxis have been found out a little bit? There was some talk about that the past few matches not having a plan B. Travis, what do you think to that? Maybe a little bit. I think that in football you have to evolve all the time. You know, you're never there, right? And if you don't keep it fresh, there's going to be a lot of video for these other opposing managers to break down. And, you know, it's the Premier League. Every team is good. Uh, but it's hard to say because we missed Gabriel Jesus and, and we missed Thomas Partey and, you know, a couple of new additions to the team and Jorginho and trossard uh and we've been missing esr all year and esr's what scored 11 goals for us last year uh so maybe a tiny bit people are catching on to the way we like to play i just think we're too good to stop keesby says lack of faith as in his jesus is missing <laughs> oh, we were just supposed to assume that. That's brilliant. I like that. <laughs> you got to add that. <laughs> Dear, uh, do you have an answer to that last question, Chris? Because I forgot what I asked. Uh, I mean, I agree with everything that Travis said. I mean, I, also, you know, we're we're missing solid chances too. That you know we should be putting away as well. And you know, we've been screwed over by the refs a couple times too. So I mean, it all forms together in one big feeling but you know you can look back and point at a number of things as to what's going on i mean i don't think we've been found out though i mean even when we played manchester city we've had plenty of opportunities to take better care of what we did with the ball in that game put the ball in the net a few times which we didn't and i mean really i thought we were in the first half i really thought we were the better team we just overall ended up beating ourselves for the most part Yes. First half of what game are we talking about? The Man City game. Oh, yeah. We were so much better than them in the first half. In the second, second half, I think they they were a little bit better than us. But they're, Yeah. They're, we made they mistakes. Are, they capitalized. Yeah. yeah for but sure. they are the finished product. They're not even building towards being something. They are where they aim to be. They are top of the tree. And to do anything against them is almost impossible. And we've shown them two seasons in a row that we can give them a good fight. And I think our away form at the um, the Etihad uh, later on this season is going to be an important game because it's going to show not just whether we can beat them and beat them to the league, but how we perform against a team, the best team probably in the world, allegedly, mm -hmm. at their place with the pressure on, with the points and everything. I just hope we don't end up on our asses like we did this time. But I just hope we are full strength squad-wise for that. I mean, if we're full strength squad-wise for that, I absolutely fancy us. But I mean, if we got a no Jesus then and no party. I mean, I don't know, man. You you can't go to Man City missing some of your best players. Yeah. Trav, Xhaka, is it time that he had a rest? Because he's looked jaded lately, hasn't he? He has. And 
it's the left side that's kind of looked a little off and you know he's part of the left side him and marty and that might be because like you're saying zinchenko is playing central midfield and right wing sometimes and like we've already mentioned eddie's link link up play with the left side is practically non-existent at this point but you know i think yeah i would give him a rest um and maybe not a way to Leicester. Maybe a way to Leicester is actually the time, and then bring him back on against the big boys of Everton because Everton might not be that great, but they are big boys. Those guys are big and strong. So I think Jorginho will be used to a little bit of rough and tumble. How about you, Chris? Is it time to give Xhaka a rest, and do you wait until party's back and then play Jorginho there, or do you go a little bit more adventurous and stick someone like Smith Rowe in there, or or because Erdegaard could play in the Xhaka role? And then Smith Rowe could come in and play the, the more advanced role, couldn't he? Or they could both swap around because ESR can play absolutely anywhere. I'd be surprised if he could play in goal. I just I wouldn't take Odegaard from where he is, that link up he's got over there with yeah. Saka. I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with that at all. Um Xhaka, I mean <laughs> he's he's gotta put up or shut up now. I mean, he's been kind of anonymous the past couple games and uh I mean, he's been getting subbed off, so obviously the manager sees it. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if we made a change there against Leicester, but, I mean, I don't know. Football is also a game of moments, and he's the one that created our only goal against uh, – What was? when did we get the penalty where he found um, – who was it? Marty? Brentford? No, Ed, Eddie. Yeah. It was against Brentford. Oh, the game yeah, got yeah. robbed by – now sacked uh var referee lee mason yeah it was it was the he pressed took the ball back high up the pitch and dinked it over the brentford back line to eddie for the penalty no it was against city because ederson is the one who who clattered into him our only goal against city because he was pointing where he wanted Saka to put the ball yes or Jacques, i remember Jacques. now um Pete Coulson asks, question, our next five Premier League games, you should write the script, Pete, that's a great idea. Our next five Premier League games, Leicester, Everton, Bournemouth, Fulham Palace, how many points from those games can we realistically get? Ooh, a Leicester away. Um, Everton is, uh, I'm going to pretend that I know while I, I cover for time, and I'm going to, I know these off by heart, we are away at Leicester, home to Everton and Bournemouth. Away to Fulham, who drew 1-1 tonight with Wolves, and then we are at home to Palace. What do you reckon? Anyone got uh, an idea of what they are points-wise? <laughs> I mean, I Is see... There's reason we can't get 15. There shouldn't be. There isn't. We don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was going to say, if we get anything less than, like, 13, I'll be upset. Who, who do... If, who's the team there that, if you draw... You're, you're okay with. Well, I think at home we won't. We you can't beat us at home. You can't draw against us at home unless you're. I mean, Brentford give them all their dues. They are a really well-run side of a good manager and great players, and they haven't lost a game since October. So that's that's understandable. Um, Newcastle, well, they just came there and didn't want to play football, and the draw before that was a uh, one-one Southampton. Yeah. In a. Like in October 2022, so yeah, there's a big old gap that was like four, three and a half months gap between those two games, and that is the only three games we've drawn all season. Right, we don't. Arteta doesn't ever draw a lot of games. He's he's no, no Unai Emery. So I think we all agree tomorrow we're going to beat Leicester. <laughs> yeah, I think Everton at home. It's a 7:45 kickoff, and we'll have had uh, oh, what's it, 23? Uh, only four days between Leicester and the Leicester game and the Everton game, and then only three days again to Bournemouth, and then only mm -hmm. five days to Sporting Lisbon. So before that, I think we're going to beat Everton. They're not going to do it to us twice. I mean, you saw in the, the – I mean, Liverpool aren't that great aside. And we saw them in the Liverpool derby that um, that Liverpool quite easily beat Everton 2-0. You, do you both think we can beat Everton at home? Hell yeah. Yes. And Bournemouth, <laughs> Bournemouth for a mess – We'll easily beat them. Fulham, they're a decent side, but they do struggle without uh, Mitrovic. I think 
I mean, that might be the only one I can see where we're going to drop points. Maybe a draw because they're pretty decent. I mean, I just watched them barely scrape a draw against Wolves. So, yeah. no, I don't know. Yeah. The return of the Leno, we all let a couple in. <laughs> Still loves us. And then home to Crystal Palace with the, the mighty uh, Albert Sambi Laconga. I think that's his name. Won't Playing be able to play field. though. Palace always give us a little, a, a little, you know, they're always tough on us because like they like to play football. They do like to play football. Yeah. I could see that. I don't want to, I don't want to see that, but I could see that. No, I don't want to see that. I want to yeah. see them roll over like they used to in the olden days. So, are we all going 15 points? Yes. <laughs> yes. My, my my Arsenal career has been 15 points and then we get nine or eight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going 15. I'm going to go out on a limb here and go with the – As long as City don't get 15 in the same span of games, I don't really give a shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man City are playing away at Bournemouth on Saturday evening kickoff, 5.30 in the UK, and Bournemouth are – dog shit they've only won one of their last five which was a they, they beat wolves one nil so that is going to be a man city going to trounce them there. hand on city yeah so. but they will they went they're not going to win every single game are they we saw um who they played midweek i was watching them and they weren't that great oh, uh nottingham forest yeah nottingham forest and then um they played in the champions league again we did get a forest, one nil that, uh, with that game though Huh? <laughs> yeah, we got a little lucky. Turn the, a light um, on. Nottingham Forest. Uh, yeah, I watched that last Sunday. Yeah, no, last Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah, they managed to get a one nil, but they were they should have scored loads if they'd have uh, yeah. had a better day. And then they played Red Bull Salzburg, and they ba- barely beat them. They looked Leipzig. terrible. Yeah, Leipzig. Did they beat them or did they draw? It was one one. Um, and then there was the one guy thought he was playing volleyball at the end of the game. Yes. I was a yeah, because uh, they were saying how um, Haaland just doesn't work. Yes, they don't look they, as dominant they, as they have in the past, but they own, they lost Zinchenko, they lost Jesus, they lost Sterling. Yeah, KDB finally looks human. About bloody time. Somewhat. <laughs> Foden has l- lost uh, favor with Pep, and then they sold. Cancelo, or they, you know, they loaned out Cancelo to Bayern, but they have an option to buy, and I can't see them not buying. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Pep doesn't like him. Or he doesn't like Pep, to be honest. And Pep said, if you don't like me, then you're gone. Oh, dear. Uh, well, anybody else got any more predictions? I've only got seven predictions for tomorrow's. If you've made one, I've already I've kept it. Um, yeah, one final thing before we go. Uh, what NFL teams do you both support? Buccaneers. Uh, the I almost said Oakland Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. But I don't really watch too much NFL. In fact, I haven't watched much NFL in the last decade and a half. I I can't do uh, three plays commercial punt commercial three plays commercial punt commercial. It's, I just lost interest. But I was uh, I grew up a Los Angeles Raiders fan. So what? who is the worst sports supporting fan in the USA of any of the franchises, any of the organizations? Who's the worst? Well, the one you go, oh. you know, like in this country, we all hate Spurs fans. We all hate Chelsea fans. We hate Scousers. What one is the one that you go, hopefully it's one of the teams that you two support? For me, it's the fucking Patriots. Scumbags. I say that's a good one. Patriots is a really good shout. My wife, uh, her father, her whole father's side of the family, they're all from New England. So it's just. Well, growing up, in, <laughs> growing up in L.A., my dad taught me that if you're a San Francisco Giants baseball fan, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Giants. Eagles fans are bad too. I see yeah. that. Yep. But I think that's a Philadelphia thing, right? Philadelphia just is kind of a shit sports like supporting town. 
Cowboys is another fantastic shout. Oh my God! Yeah. Cowboys are like the Manchester United of the NFL. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. They America's are. team. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go and read out some predictions. Uh, Arnie Arneson says three one the Arsenal. Phil says three one the Arsenal. Eddie Hattrick. He's on crack. So Nicholas says <laughs> Arsenal three two. Leicester to get a garbage time goal late on. Sire says two one Leicester. I think. Uh, Loki says he's a boisterous three nil the Arsenal. Pete Coulson says three one the Gooners. Eddie Brace and a Saka goal. Stefan's gone four nil the Arsenal. Boy Ten's gone three nil the Arsenal. And Katia Hattrick. He's been sharing a uh, Phil Macca's crack pipe. Uh, Mr. Waffles has gone Arsenal by three. Nick has gone 3-0 Saliba first goal. Is there anyone? Uh, ah, Travis is uh, saying 3-1 the Arsenal. I'm going I'm to go 4-1 the Arsenal, I think, because Leicester are that bad. Their goalkeeper is dog shit. Evans isn't playing. So and Madison oh. is their best player. And he is. Uh, and if he isn't playing, they are really going to struggle. Oh, uh, Shirobi is going 2 0 the Arsenal with Rogers divorcing his wife for a 20 something <laughs> the next day. Uh, and I think, I think that's it. Uh, Chris, I don't think we got, won again. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get Chris's. You said 3 1, didn't you? Uh, well, I forgot Danny Ward was their goalkeeper. So, I mean, how many shots do you think we're going to have? That's how many goals I think we'll Ooh, have. We're gonna have. <laughs> Ooh, we're it's Danny Ward, so every shot is a 1.0 XG. He's so bad, dude. Oh, my God. We, uh, uh, who scores first? Four one. Who scores first, Chris? Who scores first? Uh <sighs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go Saka. I mean, he's easy money. He's our leading uh, goal scorer this year. The second half against Aston Villa, we had 18 shots, which is the second highest in the second half all season. So I think we are, we're back. We're back on, on fire. Things yeah. are looking good. And uh, the Arsenal are going to go on. So we just need to say, uh, come on, Bournemouth. Plucky Bournemouth. Have we got any players at Bournemouth? We haven't, have we? You know, the last one we had there was Jackie Wilshere. Um, well, that's it. I think we're all... Well, Mr. Waffles has gone Gabriel to score first. Loki has said Martinelli to score first. Lovely, lovely. Um, and Stefan says... Oh, click likes, you scumbags. Get, get, oh, th- how many thumbs up have we got? Maybe done 16 thumbs up. I don't know why. I, I don't get out of bed for that. It's disgraceful. Oh, you lot are arguing in there about the uh, uh, pool. And BX are arguing. Oh, you can you can call each other names. We don't mind. Uh, <laughs> yes. So thank you very much, uh, Travis. You were you've been you've been wonderful today. How, Thanks how for having me, go? Danny. It's did been you enjoy a pleasure. yourself? I did. I actually did. Good, because you were a bit hesitant about coming on. Then you went. Fuck I was it, a little nervous. On. I didn't want to stumble over words and and, make, <laughs> and bring a bad name to the podcast because I love Jesus. this podcast. So. God. Dear, that's impossible to try and make this a bad podcast. It's 10 years I know, of you, nonsense. You let Ellison, so... I mean, we fun. showed Danny's cat's asshole for three minutes in the beginning. I mean, how much worse could it get? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, Chris, you've been wonderful again. Your internet has been has, has been the star of the show, but not letting us down. Uh, do any of you want to say to people where they can find you on the Twitters for people who can't see it on the screen? Chris? Uh, you can find me at the Lion Gooner. Right there. Uh, and how about you, Travis? I'll start off by saying I'm just joking. I actually love Ellis. He's a great guy. Um, so I just started an Arsenal Twitter account because my main Twitter account is a lot of um, Apex Legends, uh, the first-person shooter community, and, and they were getting annoyed of seeing all my Arsenal tweets. So my new Arsenal Twitter is Wally, W-A-L-L-Y, loves AFC. Wally loves AFC. Uh, uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you if they think they can take you on at Apex Legends, if they're brave enough? They can find me by – how would you do that? By going to Wally – hashtag 4335 on Discord and sending me – Just tweet him, damn it. Or tweet me. Yeah, just tweet me and we'll add each other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, people might not have tweet Twitter. Some people find it yeah. offensive. I mean, well, then they're losers. Got it. 
Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Do you search Sorry, Loki. my name <laughs> on um, Apex? Do you get like a million of them? Wally is my name on Apex, so you yeah. can't really find me that way. And how good are you? I'm a diamond level mouse and key player at age 42. My God, that's impressive. I don't know what that means. It's good. <laughs> no, it's not great, but it's good. What's the highest level you can be? Two. Well, there's only one level higher than diamond, um, which is masters. And then in the masters, the top 750 masters are considered predators. Oh, we don't talk about predators here. Not with mm. John's history with the ladies. Oh, <laughs> right. Gentlemen, thank you very much. It's been a wonderful show, and uh, we will see you all later. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So uh, we're going to go now, and I'm going to go and get my ass kicked at Valheim. Yes. Right, there we go. And uh, now the outro music is going to be... Oh, which one should I go for? Oh, he's got an Arsenal mug. Brilliant. Uh, we're going to have gonna have the Anfield 89 outro. Thank you much, everybody, and we will see you... Tomorrow night, maybe eight, nine o'clock for the post-game show because I'm not getting out of bed right after the game. Goodbye. Out it goes to Lee Dixon. Long ball from Lee Dixon. Smith will hold it up. Plays it square to Thomas. And Thomas goes inside Nickel. And Thomas is there. And Thomas has scored for Arsenal. In injury time, Michael Thomas has scored for Arsenal. A ball played through the gap. Thomas was there, he held off two challenges, kept his head, by my watch we are a minute and a half into injury time and Michael 